Welcome to Best of Bollywood. Are you afraid of riding on crowded trains after watching this movie, Mitushi? Oh yeah, like it still give me chills. I'm HT with my guest Mitushi, and today we are talking about a woman who is Ekai Eksho. That's Ekai Eksho, so it's. Akai Aksha. Akai Aksha. It basically means she is a hundred women rolled into one. Ah, nice. A Wonder Woman, a woman named Vidya Bakshi. Today we are talking about a movie we both love, a movie called Kahani. Your name Vidya Bakshi. My husband is missing. My name is Vidya Bakshi. My husband is missing. How do you know? I'll ask you to go out and ask every man. Namaskar, Bob Bishash. I'm sure you believe that you'll be a very good mother. आप हैकर हैं? सिर्फ स्पेयर टाइम है। गाना यही है जिससे मुझे मारने की कोशिश की थी। एक प्रेग्नेंट औरत से किसी को डरने का, स्पेशली जिसका हस्बैंड भाग गया। Why did you pick this movie and when was the first time you watched this movie? I picked this movie because it's one of the best women-led movies even now. Add to it, it's a genre that I love, thriller. and it did manage to capture the audience's attention right till the end vidya balan was one of my favorite actors even then and even now i watched the movie not when it released i re- i actually ended up watching it a few months later i will, I will you know what let's pause right there because i found something interesting when you guys are watching movies and you're reading subtitles guess who typed those subtitles up guess who is the mastermind <laughs> behind all of those translations into english for you when you're watching cinema That's uh, one of the people who does that is Mitushi. Yeah. So uh, I I did the subtitling for DVD of Kahani and it was a very interesting project especially for this movie because many times I used to just like pause the thing and just ended up watching the movie more and then I had to go rewind and start watching the dialogues because it was that engrossing. Usually, you know, when I do, I'm doing subtitling for a movie, it's very easy to detach yourself from the story and just, you know, transcribe uh, the subtitles. That didn't happen with this movie. So, uh you had to bill extra hours for the extra time it took <laughs> to yeah. subtitle this movie. So, what was your reaction when you watched the movie for the first time? To me the movie uh, was like two different parts. I'm a Bengali, so Kolkata was a good part of why I was watching the movie, like what caught my attention and then there was obviously the whole thriller story going on where you're trying to solve the mystery before it gets solved. So it was a really good experience. Really satisfying movie. Uh, I watched this movie for the first time I think around 2015, 2016 when it was on Netflix. Oh, okay. I was interested in Vidya Balan movies after watching Ishkia. which is another story of a scorned woman. Yeah. Kahani is an endless plunge down the rabbit hole. It is a very satisfying thriller. It leaves a deep impression on the viewer, especially with characters like Bob Biswas. I found myself going back to watch this movie many times over. What a great film. Is this movie the best Bollywood thriller ever made? And what are some good ones? So I am more of a 90s person. I mean even with all the thrillers there are some older movies like Kamoshi and Koj to me they are like the benchmark of thrillers. Gumnam was one of them, right? Gumnam like, really was one, one. one one then. Can Ko- you sing that song? Gumnam. <laughs> yeah. Gumnam hai koi. Badnam hai. So Gumnam was one of them yeah. uh, way back in the day black and white movie, yeah. a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh do you remember Coach? Coach was a good thriller. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh then Ittefaq was a good 
with uh, that's with rajesh khanna rajesh khanna nanda uh, one that was nice same with khamoshi uh, that was with amol palekar so for me for something to be a real true thriller it has to hold my attention right up to the end so what what about uh, the movie gupt gupt was nice yeah that was one of the ones which was like till the last minute you didn't expect that change so kahani not the best thriller not the best but i would say top 5 like top 5 yeah okay what are the what are the top 3 for you for me coach and then um, there was this one urmela uh, matonkar con it's a serial killer movie so there's con there's coach there's kamoshi those are my top you're, 3 you're a triple k triple k person <laughs> triple k. yeah and this is a great lesson for any filmmaker if you're making a thriller movie in bollywood give the title a k letter beginning <laughs> At the Filmfare Awards, Kahani was nominated for Best Film, Best Supporting Actor, and these were the Filmfare Awards that it won. Best Female Actor, Vidya Balan. Best Director, Sujay Ghosh. Best Cinematography, Setu. Best Editing, Namrata Rao. Best Sound Design, Alwyn Rego and Sanjay Moria. That's five wins from seven nominations. Quite loaded. Yeah, it was a good year. Kahani also won three National Film Awards. Best Editing, best screenplay and best supporting actor critics quite quite an amazing uh, loaded awards thing yeah they, no they did well but it's it's curious right it won a national award for the supporting actress but it did not win a film fair award so nawazuddin siddiqui had packed performance too so that's you know funny you mention that because uh, i was one of the few people who watched shanghai and uh, uh, the best supporting actor award went to imran hashmi that year and Imran Hashmi who is like a kissy kissy uh, yeah. bollywood star you don't expect him to win any award have you seen shanghai no i haven't i i can see why imran hashmi pulled that out of his hat in the movie shanghai he really gets into the skin of the character that he's playing i need to see the movie then I, it's one of the few movies i've not seen and i do watch imran hashmi movies i can see how the best supporting actor award got stolen away from Nawazuddin Siddiqui but this is also a very pivotal movie for Nawazuddin Siddiqui because he was kind of like a background actor or a small character in a lot of movies and this was you know thank you casting director i don't ha- have her name in front of me i think it was renu or something she suggested him for the movie and this was the opportunity he needed to become the mainstream uh a person a sought after actor yeah and the casting director overall i think did a really good job with this movie they filled every single role however small it was even like the informer's role and stuff like that with local actors you know that kind of enhanced the whole movie a lot for me absolutely when we were doing dangal which was the first episode of this podcast one of the things that was best about the movie was all of the supporting cast from the local region of haryana and they just brought so much authenticity to the environment of the movie again being a bengali you don't want to make the characters caricaturish like hindi movies now do the punjabi like asi to see thing you can do that with bengali and then it becomes cringy and they didn't do that in this so that kind of makes me like the movie even more they effortlessly go into bengali when like parambrot is talking to his mom that's saying you know i'm coming home but they've not tried to make it funny bengali it was a very authentic bengali yes. experience yes. and since i mentioned dangal i also quickly want to mention this that cinematographer setu same in both movies uh, dangal cinematographer setu setu also did a great job here very vastly different techniques that he uses oh yes uh, we won't deep dive into it but uh, kahani was as guerrilla as guerrilla filmmaking gets in india yes 
part of the reason why Kolkata comes alive. Am I saying Kolkata right? Kolkata, yes. Kolkata comes alive is because they actually shot without a lot of control in Kolkata and just kind of let Kolkata do its thing. Yes. And it, they didn't try to make like a touristy uh, version of Kolkata. It was the gritty version. That's how Kolkata is if you were to step into it even now. Even when we are going to the, like, the interesting zones in Kolkata, you can kind of feel danger. Yeah. You know, so it really and it really enhanced the thrilling experience of the movie because you're like, is someone watching her right now? Is someone following her right now? Yeah. It's, it, it has that CD uh, underbelly feeling to it. No, yes. And even like uh, Kolkata during Durga Puja, there's crowds everywhere. There is chaos everywhere. And that chaos came through and it helped build the narrative of the story because you didn't know what was going to happen in that crowd, especially during the climax. It was really nice. A lot of the critics complain about the shakiness of the movie. I respectfully will tell them to go f*** themselves. Yeah. No, the shakiness was needed in the movie. Frankly, the shakiness was a part of the narrative. If this was like a very sanitized movie, it would not have the same effect on me. It would be it, different. It adds, it, it adds to the uncertainty that the characters are going through. Yeah. What was going on with Vidya Balan's stardom in 2012? She was on a hot streak. She had back-to-back Ishkia, No One Killed Jessica, Dirty Picture, Kahani. She had won four Filmfare Best Female Actor awards in a row for Pa, Ishkia, Critics Award, The Dirty Picture, and Kahani. This has to be an all-time hot streak. Yes. And... Every single character is so unlike the other. Vidya Balan could care less on if the character was heroine-like, the typical chiffon-clad, on-the-mountain kind of heroine. Each of these characters were unlike what you would think of a female lead, and that was great. Like, you didn't know what to expect in Kahani. One of my favorite reviews about this movie, about Vidya Balan. Uh, Rajiv Masand writes, Vidya Balan reveals once again that she can carry a film. She is firm fierce, vulnerable, playful, and charming, and that you are sometimes unsettled by these shifting emotions. What do you think about that review? I totally agree because he's kind of captured the whole feeling Vidya was in this movie, you know. Vidya Balan was a huge star when Kani came out. You know how I know? Mm -hmm. It was just her name on the title card in the beginning before anybody else's and even before the movie's name, it says Vidya Balan. And similarly, in the poster that came out, she was the only person in the poster. They did not highlight any other actor or anybody else. And frankly, that's what the movie's about. It's her in literally every scene except for maybe a few seconds. If you haven't watched Kahani, watch it before we send your picture to Bob Iswas on his cell phone. Also, don't answer the door if you see Bob Iswas. We're about to get into the nitty-gritty of Kahani. Major spoilers ahead after a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by you, the listener. Please download this episode and please subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you and enjoy the rest of today's episode. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of Kahani. Best scene nominee one. Bidya Bagshi files a missing person's report for her husband at police station. My husband is missing. What do you think about this scene? It was surprising. Like there is this pregnant woman stepping off an airport and taxi and directly to the police station. That was like one of the most interesting scenes. The mystery starts building from the beginning when she reveals that her husband 
never liked to have his photos taken arnab ko photo khinchana acha nahi lagta tha us din shaadi ka din tha to maine zabardasti photo khinchwai thi it's kind of odd the picture that she gives them it's a very like lovey dovey close up picture it's like mm-hmm. why would you give a picture like that she also fixes the computer for the cops so it's like another she character. walks into a police station and they just let uh, you do it that particular computer is the central thing for so many other scenes throughout the movie it's a great thread throughout yeah. She also uh, does a pregnancy strain to sell her pregnancy not just to the cops but also to the audience which mm-hmm. is a great technique that they uh, the director uses. The director lays a lot of groundwork here for the rest of the movie. We also meet Rana and his boss Chatterjee. They're both great characters as well. It's a great opening scene. It is definitely a good opening scene and she builds up the sympathy because literally the guy who is dropping her off mere liye ek taxi mangwa denge please taxi kyun aapko rana pahuncha dega hai na na jal pahuncha do there's a policeman dropping her home so it, it it is a great build up because i think she planned it yeah best scene nominee too bidya bakshi arrives at the mona lisa guest house with rana and she interrogates the front desk manager das arnab yahi ruke the ye aadmi jhoot bol raha hai record dikhai hai apne what do you think about the scene that scene is like one of my favorite scenes first of all she's very annoyed at the fact that people are are pronouncing her name thing and the guest house owner does the same thing if you see the movie at the end you realize that was a false outrage she she knew her husband wasn't there but the way she sells it she doesn't sign the guest house manifest because she does not want her handwriting sample at that point of time it just felt like she was angry we are not suspecting her of anything so you know in retrospect that scene looks like it's a really good scene setting the whole thing up yeah so jay ghosh uh, leaves a trail of bread crumbs for us for the rewatch yeah uh, what i loved about the scene you know you said earlier that the cop offers her the ride yeah. to come to mona lisa guest house instead of hurting a taxi so she's already kind of taking control of the situation This is the second scene in which Bidya is commanding men around. I mean this is India. This is a woman really, you know, and not just men, men of power. She's commanding them around. By this point we have really bought into her strength and her and her story. We believe her story. She's a female force of nature in a society dominated by men. So this scene is really great in that context. The momentum from the previous scene in the police station just quadruples into the scene. and she like very deftly goes i want room number 15 she she did not even give the guest house owner a choice of what room he's assigning to her like that's the room i want it doesn't matter if somebody's in it you're going to put me in it because she basically needed the front view like she she was setting that room up as her headquarters people are thinking she's this like vulnerable alone ablanari kind of thing but she's anything but khan versus bakchi scene 1 Khan takes over the Kaligarh police station and summons Bidya Bakshi within 10 minutes. Then he interrogates her. What do you think about that scene? As a as an audience I'm wondering is this guy corrupt? Is he the villain? Because this is the first time we've run into him and all the other police people are like really nice bending over backwards trying to help and then this guy walks in and not just with Vidya he's rude to everyone around. Hey, kon hai tu? Ha? Khan, teri maa ki khan. Aur kuch You you don't know what to expect of Khan at that point of time, and you want to hate him because there's this pregnant woman. He and she goes like, "I'm a pregnant woman, sir. आपको मेरे सामने स्मोक नहीं करना चाहिए." Mrs. Bakshi, हम एक दूसरे बारे में इतना जानते तो हैं, इसलिए मुझे क्या करना चाहिए और क्या नहीं, वो आप मेरे पे छोड़ दीजिए. At this point of time, you don't like Khan, so yeah, that is one of the more impactful scenes in the movie. 
So the, the scene is extremely impactful because of Nawazuddin Siddiqui's character. As an actor, he was relatively unknown at the time. And then this guy comes with guns blazing as an actor to this character. He's the first force to be reckoned with for Bidya Bakshi, who has been unstoppable so far. He's the first one to deny Bidya what she wants. He is not going to let her easily through the gates. And this kind of sets up the rest of the journey for Bidya. The idea of Ekla Chalore. Akla. Ekla. Yeah, okay. Akla Chalore. We, we need to give this phrase and the song its own place in the movie with Amitabh doing it. It's one of the really nice ones. So it's going to come in uh, uh, the soundtrack and age well. As a theme, Ekla Chalore. This is one of her main obstacles. She's going to march on still. Yes. And she's going to march on Akeli. No, when no one else will go with her. Khan has a different aim. He wants Milan. He, he, he does not care about Vidya, her husband. Like, Vidya is a nobody for him. Just a tools to the end. So you don't know if he's just focused or a villain. Like, at this point of time, you don't know that. There's mystery to him. Best scene nominee for all of Bob Biswas's scenes. From his boss yelling at him, to Agnes's elevator assassination, to, um, sorry about laughing at her death, uh, to Bob Biswas killing Dr. Ganguly, to uh, Bob Biswas' scene in the old file room when they're retrieving the file. I mean, I was watching Bob Biswas in that scene, yes. not Vidya Balan. Then the great scene of him threatening Vidya at the train station, which comes at the intermission of the movie. Madam, I'm so sorry. And then finally, him trying to kill Vidya. What do you think about all of these Bob Biswas scenes? Bob Biswas as a character is, is so creepily threatening every time he's on screen you're genuinely scared but to me when he was attempting to kill Vidya was more scary than when he actually goes to kill Vidya the first scene where he kills Agnes that was the surprise because earlier he was like this life insurance selling person getting yelled at by his boss boss yeah and then then suddenly he's and he kills like so politely Bob's going to come up in a couple of different categories down the line mm -hmm. but one of the best things about this movie is the character of Bob Biswas hands down I mean they made a movie about it he looks sweet Bob Biswas looks so sweet but we soon find out that he's extremely menacing and dangerous he creates a feeling of dread and impending doom every scene he's in he is just a great character really beautifully performed by the great Saswata Chatterjee Sashwa Chatterjee is one of the biggest stars in Bengali movie, even now. And he's he's the goody-goody person in the... Like, even people who watch Bengali movies would not picture him in a scene like this. They would this not thing. expect this. Yes, absolutely. Khan versus Bagchi 2. Vidya confronts Khan about Milan Damji when they meet the second time. They butt heads. He denies that he knows Milan, but he refers to Milan by his first name. What do you think about that scene? Yeah, that, that I think is the more revealing scene. One of the things where the threads are getting tied and me as an audience are like, okay, it, this is not all in her head. There are people and there are other things in the shadows which exist. And then you think, okay, maybe her husband is a terrorist. And your mind, it it's kind of goes down a different train after, after this scene. So it was, it was a good scene. This is a great scene between two characters on polar opposite sides of the story. Khan is very dislikable because he's refusing to compromise or budge for our protagonist who we hold near and dear to us. Bidya still walks away more determined than ever because he calls him Milan instead of Damji. You know, it also establishes like I know we're talking about Khan and Bakchi, but the continuation of the scene establishes Rana as like a sounding board for uh, Bidya Bakchi. 
So those are my nominees for best scenes. Mitushi, do you have any nominees for best scene? For me, throughout the movie, like you did a compilation of all Bob Bisha scenes. To me, all the interactions between Bida and Rana are the best scenes. Like small things, like they're sitting in the tram and she hits him with her foot. And every time Rana does the whole God gesture, he likes Vidya but he also knows that she's a married woman so the whole thing you know reassuring you're going to find your husband mujhe to pakka yakeen hai aapko arnab babu zarur mil jayenge all these um touching scenes from rana where he's conflicted on how he should feel towards vidya to me those are all best scene nominees and then they give rana a back story like there's a mother waiting at home i thought those sweet scenes when he's calling his mother were so sweet when he's like on the tram mm-hmm. going home at the end of the day like tired and just telling his mom i'm okay i'll be home soon so joy gosh shows very beautifully how the relationship of these two character evolves through the story how he's willing to open locks for her for like her. break the law for her yeah it's quite an impressive uh through line throughout the movie how their relationship Develops. And Vidya amuses him. The character of Vidya is such a polar opposite to him. He's not jaded as a police officer yet because like he says I've just been working for 6 months. He wants to follow the law. He wants to do what's good, but he also wants to please Vidya. So it's it's kind of the character's conflicted and that's what makes it such a great character. Yeah, really nicely done. This I was going to talk about it later, but I'm going to talk about it now real quick, which is that it's not just a movie. It's like a like a thrilling book that I'm reading. like the level of detail in the movie is like i'm reading a book the the amount of information packed into every scene like when he is uh, looking at her uh in the red light when she's like typing typing stuff, away yeah. in the computer yeah. like all of these moments and him looking at her and her smiling at him without it being a romance more like uh I, i don't know how i would describe this relationship yeah and uh, you were asking about favorite scenes right uh, the computer scenes there are like four or five in the movie and every time there are different emotions one is like he doesn't know with their he's just impressed by his technical skills but then when vidya comes to know that he's working with khan and then when she types paramrata comes near her and she moves away and that is like okay i don't like you at this moment there was no dialogue there was no way you know to convey it that again later when she's hacking Paramrata is like starry-eyed impressed this is a person who can hack into any database so just a small scene sitting in front of a computer but it conveys so much about the relationship when it's happening that you can't label that relationship it is unlike any we've seen on screen yeah. right now maybe a very deep friendship is yeah. how i describe it so do you have any other nominees for best scene obviously the climax i'll say the climax because of how great all these all of these other scenes were the climax to me just doesn't have as much weight yeah. as uh, it should you know the twi- it's a great twist but i f- i feel like i've seen that particular twist i later found out had been done before and yeah. we uh, and there was also you know the usual suspects ending which is very similar to this one yeah there's also an angelina jolie movie which had the same thing yeah i think this movie is way better than the angelina jolie movie but it definitely borrows from it no but here's the thing Uh, when i say climax i'm not talking about after she meets milanda and ji everything leading up to the climax what, even what portion are you talking about i'm talking about when she gets the call like come to triangular park she knows that this is the time she's leaving mona lisa guest house she's not coming back here yeah so she's cleaned up and she she knows she's meeting milanda and ji except we as an audience i am thinking maybe she's going to get to meet her husband today even then i had hopes that her husband was alive like you want to you, have you, this you, happy ending even if milan damji is the monster that we think he is 
we kind of have like a hope in our heart that I hope it's her husband. Yeah. Like that's a twist we are hoping for. Like two things. I was either hoping even if Milan Damji is bad, she still gets to meet the father of her child and they reunite. Or if Milan Damji just looks like her husband and even if her husband's dead, there's a closure. Like she'll come to know where her husband is because other people just think he's fictional. So there you would know, be a closure. I'm going to do a complete 180 on this one. I know I originally said that it doesn't, you know, the other scenes are better. But I'll tell you this. The first time when you watch this movie, that scene, you know, the entire climax is extremely powerful because of all of, the, because of, all of these nuances that we were just talking about. We, are, we have been with Vidya Balan so far and when she receives the phone call and takes off, we are propelled towards her story. We're still with her. And then just as Rana is leaving the Mona Lisa guest house, he turns around. They don't show us what he turns around for, but that's the first hint we get that Vidya Balan may not be... There must be something going on with Things Vidya. are not what they seem. When, when Rana turns around and sees the logo on Vishnu's shirt... And that's the first time we as an audience are given the idea that there might be some doubt about Vidya Balan. And it was, it's such a great scene, I think. All right, time to make a decision. Which is the best scene of all of the nominated scenes? I will go by with what was my favorite, like with the uh, with Rana and Vidya. But I also think all of Bob Biswas' scenes. Th- those, I think, were the best scenes in the movie. For me, it's the all of the Bob Biswas scenes because just they're, they're visceral. They just pack so much tension and dread without. And you know, he doesn't say many words. And in every scene he's in, there's the heavy breathing and the whole mm-hmm. Namaskar thing, like he does. Doctor Ganguly, ji, Namaskar, Bob Biswas. Namaskar. One minute. My name is Bob Bishas, and then he just kills. Yeah. That's and if you think about it, what Shrikush could have done was just have like an unnamed gunman shoot these people, and it would not have. Or or like a like a handsome tall fella or like physically like, built fella. Yeah, and uh, he could have done that, and it wouldn't have affected the story. But getting Bob Bishas's character in actually enhanced the story as a thriller. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Please don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's talk about the songs and the soundtrack of the movie. There is no like, Sujay Ghosh didn't decide to put in an item song somewhere. Even with good thriller movies, I feel like they break the flow. Where, If you were to, uh, here's a fan fiction, where where would you put the item song if there was an item song? Usually every place in Kolkata will have a stage built in the middle of the road during Durga Puja. And there are big celebrities who go there and stuff. They could have put it there. I'll tell you a typical Bollywood movie. It would just be so that Vidya Balan has to go to like a club to discover know, something and there will be an item number at that club that that would be typical Bollywood you know what we're tired of it this movie does a great job by avoiding it altogether I think this movie was before Bollywood started doing that the uh, 2012 the item numbers were not but you always had like uh, scenes and clubs with dances yeah like you know Kali Kali even Parinita like there was Rekha doing that but maybe Vidya had something to do with it where she's like I'm doing this movie, but we're not putting an item song in the middle of it. She had that much power where she could control it that much. Yeah. Ekla Chalore, best, Akla, see, best song? Here's the thing. Akla Chalore with Amitabh. It has this thrilling sound score on its own. 
and growing up bengali that was like an anthem akla chalore is so wait is akla chalore did it come from this movie or did it already exist no it's a song written by tagore and this is akla chalore was more of a freedom struggle thing like by rabindranath yeah, tagore yeah like yeah. it's like if there is nobody else fighting against the british hey do it yourself it it just adjust itself to this situation where it's so apt more than just song i think i like the whole sound score it builds up the tension throughout the movie The score of the movie is by Clinton Cerejo. Yeah. Uh, great score. Not something that is typical of Bollywood movies. Yeah. As Bidya gets to the next clue, the score kind of like changes to to fit what's going to happen next. You know, the jazzy beats when it's like, oh, things are moving yeah. or or the stringy uh, stretches when yeah. it's Bob Iswas coming in. It's quite quite well done. And the other thing is when uh, Sujay Ghosh is showing Kolkata, what he's done is he's done quick scenes. He's not lingering. The score matches that lingering. Like when he's when he's moving fast, the score is actually changing with each scene. So if it's a crowded scene versus an empty lane, it it changes, and that that is what makes the music so perfect. Best dialogue in the movie. Do you have any favorite dialogues from the movie? When uh, Vidya and Rana when they start, right? वैसे को तुम्हें राना क्यों बुलाते? नाम नेम टैग पे तो सात्यु की है. And he goes like. वो कलकत्ते में सबके दो दो नाम होते हैं. Everyone Kolkata has two names. That's kind of like uh, it's ominous when you think about it later in the movie. Yeah. Different identities, but to me that is kind of a nice playful thing. and shatoki is obviously impressed that vidya knows the meaning blooper wrong meaning yeah uh, it, it shatoki is not arjun's charioteer he's krishna's charioteer actually yeah. and i also like bob bishash saying namaskar namaskar agnes de melo yes ek minute i have that down for one of the best dialogues yeah, in the movie yeah yeah the other one uh, that really uh, i really liked was when uh, khan says thank you वो इसलिए कि एक प्रेग्नेंट औरत से किसी को डर नहीं लगता कोई शक नहीं करता एक प्रेग्नेंट औरत से किसी को डर नहीं लगता दैट इज द क्रक्स ऑफ द मूवी दैट्स द प्रेस्टीज ऑफ द मैजिक ट्रिक या दैट्स हर मास्टर स्ट्रोक दैट्स हर एस अप हर स्लीव या एंड देन द लाइक द बैंटर डायलॉग्स बिटवीन हर और खान व्हेन यू नो शी सेज यू शुडंट स्मोक एंड मुझे कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता एंड देन विद्या गिव्स इट बैक मिस्टर खान हम एक दूसरे को नहीं जानते इसीलिए मुझे क्या करना चाहिए क्या नहीं करना चाहिए ये मुझ पे छोड़ दीजिएगा दोस डायलॉग्स इवन दो दे आर वेरी इनकॉन्सिक्वेंशियल दे आर स्टिल लाइक गुड डायलॉग्स एंड वेरी नाइसली पुट इन द मूवी लेट्स मूव ऑन टू द कास्टिंग आई पर्सनली थॉट वी कुड रीकास्ट द एक्टर हु प्लेस बिलन दामजी यू माइट थिंक अदरवाइज व्हाट डू यू थिंक आई डोंट बिकॉज़ दैट गाय अगेन इज दैट इंद्रनील शेनगुप्त ही इज अगेन अ वेरी बिग बंगाली मूवी स्टार एंड To me, Milandamji's casting was good. I would not want an established star there. So uh, I'm not saying I need, needed an established star. I'm just particularly talking about that actor himself. Mm-hmm. And the reason is I just didn't feel menaced by him. I did not feel that it, he was this like top-notch uh, guy who can you know shoot two other agents and disappear uh, into thin air kind of guy. Yeah, he he just didn't 
have the physicality or the even the scene given to him the one scene that he's in i'm i'm just not convinced that he's this like super trooper you know this whole movie is about uh, kind of dismissing all the tropes in bollywood every casting decision was unlikely to what you would expect be it a hitman let, 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 let me ask you this what, what do you think of uh, randeep hura as uh, milindamji no he is too well built like but doesn't that the physicality work for the character no that that's the whole point you want milindamji to be a person who blends into the crowd that's what makes him a good agent you don't want this handsome looking person there because he would stand out everywhere so okay. to me it what about madhavan then Yeah, Madhavan would be a good choice. He would be he a would good be a Dhabi. good choice. He Because would be. He, a... he would be kind of like Bob Biswas with that sweet smile. Like you would yeah. not expect him to, like, you know, take out a train full of people. Exactly. So yeah, Madhavan would be a really good choice for that. So would you agree with me that he can be recast or are you like no, he's perfectly cast. We don't need to, to recast. To me, him. I don't think it needs to be recast. To me, Milandamji is means to an end. Like to me, Milandamji is very inconsequential in the movie. Okay. Great. Moving on. Is there any other actor who could have played Vidya Bakshi? Khan or Rana better because you know Nawazuddin Siddiqui was not a big name at the time when he played Khan. Yeah. So was there a different Khan that could have been put I mean, in? There might be. Um, I to me Nawazuddin has done such a good job, so I don't even think about recasting him. As far as Vidya, Tabu might be a good choice because she has the props to do this. And I was actually also even thinking Preeti Zinta. Because she she definitely has a look. She has she has that that vulnerable sweet girl look, but I don't know if she would have that anger or projecting fire kind of person at the end. Yeah. Tabu would have done a good job too. Like if if I ever had to recast or if Vidya Balan was not available, Tabu would have been my first choice. Is Tabu Bengali? Nope. Okay. But uh if you've seen her in namesake, like she she carries of Bengali good. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Tabu is a very talented actor and you know, she's kind of had a second resurgence uh, in recent years with her her roles in Drishyam and Andadon she yeah. she's quite a talented actor yeah age best and age poorly movies are a product of the time when they were made so sometimes things don't age well here are some nominees from kahani age best nominee one kolkata as a location and character and durga puja as location and character what do you think yeah that definitely has aged well and frankly it has not even changed like I, i can look at the scenes of durga puja now in kahani and still think it's something from last year and kolkata has actually become far more metro than it was then so i look at that kolkata with more nostalgia that is the kolkata i remember from when i was young so both of them have aged really well the thing which i think sujay ghosh has succeeded in doing is establish kolkata as a metro because before that it was like delhi bombay chennai was a metro kolkata is a city but he has done a good job of it and that definitely has aged well yeah the the only movie that had seen kolkata featured as a place and maybe not in all of the movie but in certain parts of the movie was uh, yuva with by maniratnam that yes. featured kolkata pretty good but i think this movie just knocks it out of the park and Almost every review I read about Kahani mentioned Kolkata as a character in the movie. Kolkata just lives and breathes in this movie. You have a feeling of danger despite the charm of the locations and the interesting characters that inhabit it. It's colorful but also seedy. We go everywhere in Kolkata from the metro to the rickety trams. The we see the old mansions, the broken houses, the side streets. Uh, you know, even that uh, where they where they go to the informant who's like working on the uh, idols, idols of Durga. Idols of Durga. Uh, the roadside eateries we see at one point. We see some British era architecture, and Howrah Bridge shows up. But you know, every movie does Howrah Bridge. This movie kind of 
has one shot of Harbour Bridge and then just everything else is deep dive into Kolkata. Yeah, like usually when Kolkata is shown, there's the Victoria Memorial, the Harbour Bridge just to establish that you're in Kolkata and then they move on. Shujai Ghosh, this is like his fan letter to Kolkata. Being a Bengali, that helped. I think he probably grew up on those lanes. But what he did is he didn't try to glamorize Kolkata as a character. And it also sets the timeline. Uh, the Durga Puja thinks it's a five-day festival. And uh, when Vidya first arrives, she's seeing all these pandals going up, which means it's before the festival. Then uh, there is the arrival of the Devi and then obviously the climax ends with the Devi getting, you know, the immersion of the idol. So it also in the uh, viewer's mind is setting the timeline. This like all this is happening in a gap of 10 days. So it's, it's an efficient way of like setting a timetable or a calendar to this whole story. Yeah. And the Durga Puja has a payoff in how uh, Vidya gets away. Mona Lisa guest house, which apparently was a real place. It became a tourist destination for some time. Oh, they raised their rates like crazy. And all these people used to go and just to stay. Obviously, room number 15 was not really room number 15. It was a set. But that guy, he made the room to look like the movie. And he made a killing after that. I've seen the place. Um, So fun fact, my brother, when he got married... One of the things they asked of the bride's family is they want the the whole groom party to live in Mona Lisa guest house. (laughs) So it was that popular at that point of time. That's amazing. So, you know, besides the great use of Kolkata as a location, it's also a great production choice because not only does it set itself apart than other movies that were out at the same time, it was significantly cheaper to shoot there than to shoot in like Bombay or Delhi. Yeah, absolutely. And all these lanes and all these places really don't even need permits. Just, you know, take a handheld and move around. You were talking about the thing being shaky. It's a handheld. So they are they are not trying to set up a whole like shooting scene. They just want the audience to get a feel of it. And I think they succeeded. While watching this movie, you might uh, catch an uh, occasional glimpse of like people walking by looking at the camera. Because again, it's not a controlled environment. But Yeah. yeah, a beautiful choice by the film. You know, the choice may have been made because of their budget. but it really works in the movie's favor. They had to have Kolkata because the climax is depending on... you know, her wearing a specific sari, which happens in Kolkata at that point of time. So budget might have played the thing, but I think it was also the demand of the story that did it. One of the actors who plays uh, Vidya Balan's uh, person of contact, the colonel. Bhaskaran or Bajpayee? Bajpayee. Bajpayee, the guy who helps her, right? The guy who helps her uh, was the one who suggested Kolkata. Uh, So, I mean, that's, you know, again, internet-based information may or may not be correct. He's one of the the few non-Bengali casting other than Khan. Age Best Nominee 2, the editing of the movie. Namrata Rao wins both Best Filmfare and Best National Award for editing. The movie is really well cut. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And she's kept it tight, you know, like we were talking about Kolkata as a character and there are some lingering scenes, but she has kept the whole narrative like taut. I don't think there's any scene where you're thinking like, okay, this is a good time to go to the bathroom. There is this absolutely no scene in Kahani which you can miss or afford to miss because everything's giving you new information and the audience is not bored at any point of time. Like, yeah, I it's, it's that book feeling where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm reading a book, when's the next thing, next clue gonna come? You know, like a Nancy Drew or a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, absolutely. Really well edited, really well Paste. Kudos to Namrata Each best nominee three, the cinematography, which we've already talked about a couple of times. I don't know if you want to get into it again, but it's a fairly low budget movie. Setu makes full use of Kolkata as a backdrop. He makes the city come alive in all of its colors and interesting details. Uh, cinematography makes this movie. Like 
if 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 it would have been any other city or any other way of shooting it would not have been the same it it just brings not just the city alive it's also the people the way he has posed people on the screen right just because vidya is the heroine or nawazuddin is the villain he's not like made them the central focus sometimes vidya is like off center somewhere but it still makes it so interesting to watch the screen so yeah i, I think one of the most powerful scenes that we talked about earlier is the climax in the durga puja even though it's this crazy place that they have no control over you are with the editing by namrata rao and with the cinematography by setu you never lose your bearings about where you are and what's going on yeah i think the only weakest point is you know the train yard shooting mm-hmm. that was the only place i thought okay this is a set like it did not fit in with the rest like if you are it looking for an art it didn't feel like a banner. real place yeah. in kolkata yeah yeah but other than that everything's so impressive I have for age best nominee for uh, Vidya Balan as a scorned woman out yeah. for revenge. What do you think of that? <laughs> no, yeah, no, that has aged well, and I think. And she's... you know, again, she was that in Ishkia, and she's that in Kahani. Uh, was she a scorned woman uh, out for revenge in Dirty Picture? I don't remember. Kind of like she was scorned. She... I don't know if she was out for revenge. No, there's no revenge there, but she's she's kind of continued that, like with Sherni and even the new one. I think Jalsa. all of those have some shades which start from kahani um, and now or ishkia because ishkia came before ishkia is a different kind of scorn where she is playing a small town person but here she's this software engineer educated person but she's also vulnerable so both characters in love deeply with their husbands husband, who have yeah. wronged them yeah so well, no. i guess in kahani the husband did not wrong her we think he wronged her but he did not yeah exactly but the point is it's still the same thing she's a significant spouse and they are trying to connect with them and then they realize it's things are not what they seem so yeah she's she's got that down pat but each movie it's a different kind of scorn so vidya balan as a scorned woman basically you don't want to wrong vidya balan or she will come to get you age best nominee 5 rana and vidya bakshi's relationship slash friendship which you meant brought up in best scenes very heartfelt for from rana's point of view he truly seems to be impressed by her and wanting her to succeed and help her in every way he's a great satrathi a great buddy yeah i think even after all these years there has not been another relationship shown on screen which is quite like this the equivalent of this would be uh, the character of omkar the nephew in dangal Omkar is the point of view of the story of the sisters wrestling in Dangal. Uh Rana is her point of view of Vidya Bakshi's story. I totally agree and even though he's he's not really centrally relevant to the story, you still you still have emotions for him. You you know he's kind of coveting a married woman, but you still want Vidya to like him. He's he's been friend zoned. There's no yeah, chance. Yeah. It that's what helps the audience connect to him more. and then obviously the his phone calls to his mom at the end of the day very endearing yeah it, that would be something i would do when i used to come go late back home uh, when i was a teenager so it it feels good what a great character and what a great relationship between the two main characters each best nominee 7 the casting of the movie every single cast member including vishnu the hard water boy and the chaiwala kid all of the other cast is superb they all feel like real people all around the place what do you think yeah and i think casting 
local actors made all the difference uh, the guy who was vishnu he actually is a national award winning kid like not for, for, for this, a different movie for a different movie but he is, he's an established actor so they didn't just cast him by chance it was not like he was an extra who walked on to the, even poltu the guy who is uh, the tea vendor kya naam hai tumhara poltu poltu dark naam ya bhalo naam and even the informer all these uh, they did not go for like small actors the informer bhaskar and uh, shashwat chatterjee these are all established and popular bengali actors and i think all of kolkata went to see the movie more for them than for vidya balan at that point of time because they wanted to see their favorites out there is best nominee eight some of the writing and directing details some of the examples i've written down are the fire room scene when they drop something from the shelf to distract bob uh when uh, shridhar is leaving his office he says why do you have the visitors book out good evening sir good evening are visitors book kyu rakha employees book nikal sorry sir that's a nice detail they set up the red and white sari way ahead of time they set up vidya cleaning up her room way ahead of time all these bread crumbs and then they also set up the bombay blood group which comes as a storytelling uh crucial to the storytelling later on in the movie what do you think of all these writing and directing details in the movie i mean that's what makes a thriller movie a thriller movie and it makes this movie a two watch movie so you first watch it get surprised by the whole thing and then you want to watch it again to see should we have caught this before should we have understood the mystery before like you said with they are cleaning the room you just think she's ocd like you know london returned nri who finds everything dusty but that was not the case and she established it like scene one when she helps them uh, at the first scene with the computer she cleans the keyboard right then yeah and uh, I, i think the other thing was that it also gels with the character which is she's tired and stressed i like to clean <laughs> and i'm stressed like just as a, an activity yeah. so i i think it kind of gels in that way too like you just sometimes just want to clean up the place yeah absolutely and when i'm watching a thriller movie i'm trying to find out nitigrities she cleaned the whole thing but at the end when she's shooting and her belly uh, the fingerprints are right there and uh, frankly rana doesn't want to even find out who she is he's happy that she's an enigma he doesn't want to go in and find out why she killed and who this person is so he's just happy walking away he doesn't stay to help khan do you do you think rana continues to be a cop after or do you think he quits the force no there's no reason for him to do that he he's not jaded at this point of time does having spent time with vidya make him a better detective i know it makes him a better computer person no i don't think so i think he's a laid back person kolkata people are like that khan who comes from outside is this go getter needs results and sort of thing kolkata people are laid back as a whole set of people they come in at 10 have their tea if there is a case they'll go and do it so uh, before i get heat on like making generalizations about kolkata i'm not doing it mitushi is doing it she is from bengal she's bengali oh, yeah. so she I, has authority on this i have authority on this because i've lived this life so uh, yeah it, this is this is not me trying to put kolkata people on the spot it is just how kolkata is different from other metros so it's an accurate depiction yeah it's and that does not make them bad or good it's just how the city goes nothing happens in the city before 10 o'clock you you don't call somebody at 8 and want to solve a mystery not oh, going to happen oh man that's a that's a great uh, 
case for her to move to Kolkata. The way they have shown it, Rana's boss, right? Even though he's this laid-back person who doesn't want to get into controversy, but push comes to shove, he lets Rana escape when Bakshi is holding him and yeah, like, go you know help with Vidya. That's a great scene, actually. Yeah. All those small things is what makes the movie age well, frankly. Aged best nominee nine. All of Bob, all of Bob Biswas, just perfectly cast. Scenes written really well. He is an assassin for hire. Takes people's lives, and his cover-up job is life insurance. Life insurance, yeah. How perfect. Yeah, and he's this like the guy who everyone is yelling at. I almost expected him at the end of it, like take out the gun and shoot his boss. His boss was oh, being so hold, mean. Hold that thought. We're gonna come to it. Hold that. Hold that thought. He got an offshoot. How many small characters from movies do you see who get a whole movie of their own? So, yeah, for for listeners who may not know, uh, Bob Biswas is now a movie that was released in 2019 or 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. And uh, I think it's on. It was on released by Z. With uh, Abhishek Bachchan as uh, the character of Bob Biswas. Yeah, and you can actually watch the movie without watching Kahani because they are not even interlinked. Bob Biswas in the movie Kahani, incredible. Each best nominee ten. The poster of the movie. What a great poster! The poster was impressive. A few of you know I'm a graphic designer by profession. Like that's my day job. And I remember when that poster came out. The beauty of it is there was this hue of green. There was Vidya right in the middle. There's nobody of consequence on the poster other than her. And then behind her are these hands. The goddess Durga has ten hands. And if you see the hands, there are there is a significance of each. And all of this is hindsight. Oh, what is the significance? I've never like noticed. Like if, if you see the poster, there are things there which are motherly, but they are also depicting a strong woman. And all of this. When the first poster came out, you're not going to notice. But after you see the movie, then if you go back to the poster, everything gets a significance of its own. Oh, that's great! I'll have to go check out the poster now. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a better title for this movie? Not really. What do you think about this one, uh, Drisham? No, no. She, she's kind of doing a Drisham thing. Uh, not exactly. So Drisham, it literally translates to vision. She is building this elaborate story. about her life about her husband's life so she is telling everybody a kahani koi to baat hai mrs bakchi kaise dhoondenge milandam ji does not exist wo to koi kahani hai jisko aap sach maan rahi hai to me that that is what the kahani means it's not it's not a story being told to us it's what vidya is doing to everybody around her Okay, okay. I will agree with you that Drisham is probably not a better title. Also, if you call it Drisham, you're kind of giving away that hey, look out for the Drisham, you know. A, a title will give a lot about a movie away. When you start kahani, you have no idea. You don't even know if it's a thriller genre. The kahani thing did not give away anything. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Good, good defense. Good defense for Sujay Ghosh. <laughs> Great job. Sujay Ghosh had a movie called Jhankar Beats before this. Yeah. Like nobody knew what to expect of the movie, so kahani was like, okay, what is Sujay Ghosh doing now? Uh, what has aged poorly? The first thing I have is Amitabh Bachchan's voiceover at the end of the movie. I think it's totally unnecessary. Yeah, it was definitely not needed, especially because he was not a character in the movie. It felt um, forced. I have a big complaint against Amitabh Bachchan voiceover in general. It's in a lot of movies, especially around that time. Everyone likes that baritone. I think all directors they want to you know, work with Amitabh work Bachchan. Work with uh, Amitabh Bachchan or have a movie where he's introducing. It's Oh, you know what? Some film history for everybody. Great movie called Tere Mere Sapne. 
Arshad Varsi's debut film was it Chandrachur's debut Chandrachur's uh, no Chandrachur's was uh, Gulzar's movie oh uh, which is another Matches, great one yeah. Matches the first I believe Amitabh Bachchan voiceover was in that movie Tere Mere Sapne and yes. it was wonderful yeah it was an ABCL movie to begin with and that had the original Aankh Mare song that movie has a great soundtrack I still uh, dial back a couple of times to listen to the songs from that movie another age poorly cutting to intermission when bob pushes bidya on the track is that does the, is that on the dvd also the cutting to intermission i don't think so oh so they no, don't cut to it no okay. it just goes through so whichever version of this movie i watched they actually cut to intermission so in that case i think it's aged really poorly because it is such a great scene and to break it with the intermission title it's just awful and also cheating the audience yeah and i don't understand that scene to begin with frankly because who told bob bishas to do that What was the instruction given to her go and scare her? Yeah, I think the first one was just threaten her so she stops investigating and the future one was, there must have been like some code on his phone yeah. which says, you know, kill versus threaten. Yeah. Bob Bishash's character finishes the job. So for him to just go push and then pull her back. It was a great scene and you know that's one of the scenes in which Vidya Balan's performance is freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh it kind of reminded me of her performance in also there was a particular scene in Ishkia in which she has that wild reaction. But again that wild reaction of like oh sorry. Thank God. The the big reaction and you you like feel what she's feeling. What a great performance by her. But I also call these scenes trailer scenes. So when somebody's cutting a trailer, they will use that scene. I also disagree with how the scene was filmed. Like yeah. this is a pregnant woman. All she had to do is like raise a hue and cry. I am fainting and there would be people running to help her. Instead she's running away from Bob Bishas. All she had to do was like get people's attention. I know what you're saying, but she's not really pregnant. She just doesn't know. It didn't occur to her to do that. I Because guess. Because she's not she's not really it. You yeah. know, so Would a normal woman who's not pregnant in that situation scream? If somebody's trying to push me off a platform and I'm trying to save myself, I would make sure I'm drawing a lot of attention. In fact, in that scene it's Bob Bishash who's talking to other people. Yeah. Like in this one particular scene I feel both of them were unlike what their character was. Hmm. Uh another age poorly and uh, uh we discussed this earlier the dubbing of the movie uh it's just too dis- disjointed a lot of a lo- lot of indian movies are are dubbed you know what is called adr automated dialogue replacement because uh, a lot of locations in india are noisy so they have to after the movie is done go back and re- re-record everybody's lines and match them up when the movie is being edited I think this movie has just done a really bad job with it. Yeah, I I agree with that because it just it just doesn't feel natural in that situation. The tension that is there and the lip that is moving, they it just doesn't match. This is a great movie, but I can hands down guarantee it would be a thousand times better if they had location sound. Yeah, absolutely, but I don't think the kind of locations they were using it would be really Te- technically possible. impossible yeah, it's not going to happen it's the dubbing of the movie has aged poorly uh it is what it is you know yeah. it was a technical limitation they failed pet peeve they could have done a better job with matching it up did you have any aged uh, best or aged poorly nominees technology that's my complaint with every movie frankly like the computers and stuff like that and then the the selfie that with their valentex there was no phone that existed then that would take us 
widescreen selfie like that. I mean, these are small bloopers. I enjoy finding these in the movies, but they also age poorly. So, so Jai Ghosh had to have known that you know none of the flip phones and stuff that existed then have that quality. Have that quality. They could have just had somebody like her say somebody took a picture. It did not have to have, be a selfie. Technology, poor, poor depiction of technology yeah. in this movie. The complaints against the movie, the complaints department, all of the complaints against it. My number one complaint is when they enter the guest room in Mona Lisa Hotel, room number 15, the guy turns on like 10 switches to like turn on all the lights in the room. 10 switches? Really? Okay, so uh, I know it's a complaint, but it is also Kolkata. They are they are very expert at saving stuff and frugality. One switch and 10 lights, they don't want that. So there are switches. There'll be a fan switch. There'll be five or six different light switches. It is realistic. Okay, so we have a Bengali person defending uh, this complaint. Okay, I'll accept it. In Kolkata, there are many of these places. It's, it's not something they made up for the movie. So they don't want like... 10 lights on at the same time and i don't think it's only limited to kolkata you'll find the same thing in mumbai it was not a complaint against kolkata it was a complaint against yeah, the movie yeah my second uh, complaint is that i would have liked and you alluded to it earlier that i would have liked a scene where bob's boss gets his come up and you know because he yells at bob all the time and ultimately I kind of secretly love Bob. So I would have loved Bob to take his revenge against his boss. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I I think so too. I expected like after even though for us Bob's story ends at the end of the story, Bob wants to continue to be a hitman and this life insurance thing is a good cover for it. To continue with that, I would like to have seen a little bit of Bob's backstory. Maybe like a really annoying wife, like why is he so frustrated and killing people? So, I will piggyback on that. I don't think I need a backstory, but I think it'd be funnier or it would add to the movie if there were other characters like a wife who was just as annoying to him as the bosses. And I I think like they didn't even have to show. So, how Rana's mom exists but doesn't exist. they could have just had you know bob bishas get a few phone call like did you pick the grocery yet do you like why are you so late have you picked a kid something to add to what makes bob tick uh, in terms of why is he going around killing people because it doesn't look like it's only for money he he gets a he gets joy a out of it out yeah of it. so yeah. no th- that's a great point that's a very valid point i would have liked more scenes regarding bob bishas especially with the boss Does Vidya have any guilt or regret in terms of uh, the deaths of Agnes and Dr. Ganguly, you know the innocents that are dying as a result of her moving towards Milandamji? I don't think so. I I think she's already lost so much like the collateral damage in her life. Uh, she I doesn't care. She doesn't care. She just wants But they're innocents. They're Ganguly and the uh, Absolutely. I mean Ganguly is a total innocent. Like so... Agnes maybe uh, you know through the agency is somewhat connected. But Ganguly is like a total total innocent. innocent. With Ganguly, I also wonder what exactly would he have well, shared. He uh, he. They were tracking the blood. Uh, who received the blood through him? Yeah, but the the point is, Ganguly would have said somebody came, and this was this guy, and maybe actually looked at the photo and said, okay, it was this guy. But Ganguly, I don't think knew any more than that. So, like you said, his death was a little more meaningless than Agnes's was, but. I think you know after losing a child Vidya could doesn't care doesn't care any ends to the any any yeah. means to the end and yeah not sure if it belongs in here but uh, uh, the Chaiwala kid pole too 
and uh, Vishnu, the guest house kid who brings the hot water, they should both be in school, right? Like, what are they doing, doing day jobs at these places? I know, but like, ideally, that's the case. But we all know in India, there are a bunch of kids who are working in that situation. But I take consolation in the fact that they are still cared for. I mean, they're getting some money. They don't have like annoying or cruel bosses and they are doing what they are doing. I'm not yeah. defending the whole thing, but it is still a common sight in India, even now. The next one, uh, would a cop, you know, Rana, uh, would, a, would a cop really break into houses and file rooms? They're not going to break in. They probably won't. But like, here's the thing, growing up, uh, like seeing all these series here, there's NCIS and Criminal Minds, and we see those people like bending rules all the time. So Rana's forgiven. To me, Rana can do no wrong. He's such a cute guy. Great character. Great actor. Yeah. He, he broke a few laws, and I, I don't buy. Like a real cop, I don't think would would break in. And they show Rana as a by-the-book guy to begin with. He wants the rules and he wants to help her. But I think he empathizes with her so much that he's willing to do this. But it's, yeah, I agree. It's not right. And a real cop probably would not be so involved with Vidya to begin with. Even if involved, I think they would draw the line at breaking and entering. Yeah, but also keep in mind, he was authorized by Khan to go there and, you know, find clues off the books like Khan was using Vidya to bend the rules, things that he could not do without a warrant or without legalese. That, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe they had ulterior motives that we were just not aware of yeah. at the time. Uh, when questioning uh, Polto, the Chaiwa, Palto? Palto or Polto? Polto. Poltu. When questioning Polto, the Chaiwala kid, uh, why doesn't Vidya uh, or Rana show the husband's picture? Yeah, I have. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they could have just said, oh, was this the guy? I, I know Paul too gave them clues to Sridhar, but they could have easily shown the picture. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that was, that, that was strange to me. All right, we're going to move on to the next category. Things that don't make sense in the movie. Why is she walking around pregnant while she's in her hotel room? I mean, it's just a visual for us, right? Like she doesn't need to walk around pregnant in her hotel room. The whole belly thing, it takes some time to put on and put off. Like somebody, and these these bed and breakfast kind of hotels, there is no like lock on the door. People are walking in and out. I, I attribute it to like she deliberately has her windows open. And I think the intention there is to draw attention to herself through, you know, whatever she's trying to draw out from the dark shadows, Milandamji or his accomplices. So I think she kind of has to have the get up on the entire time in case they're watching to make sure that they see her as pregnant. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. When did she get pregnant? I was a little confused about that because for some reason I thought from, you know, even the second time that I watched this movie that she lost her husband two years ago, not not a few weeks ago. The movie just didn't clarify it even on the rewatch. You know, if she's pregnant now and her husband what disappeared two years ago, we have other problems. Yeah, but she is not telling people her husband disappeared two years ago. Yeah. She's saying it's like six months. So the No, t- but I was confused about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the timeline is not very well established. And especially like from the mouse to the train and that, that there was a jump in time is well, not there, clear. There's a, there's a title card two years later. Even then, it's not really established at that point of time. I think they did it purposely because they want us to believe that they are pregnant right up till the end. Why doesn't Bob find a better opportunity to kill Bidya? He has found great opportunities with the other targets. You know, he, he goes to Agnes's house. Uh, he goes to uh, Ganguly's car. Why doesn't Bob get Bidya in a more 
controllable situation yeah i know like bob is this calculated character and the vidya assassination attempt was like left to chance kind of thing it wasn't yeah. it was unprofessional that yeah. was not very professional of him yeah like as a hitman he should have performed better yeah yeah, yeah. why doesn't bob shoot rana when rana is chasing him because he was not paid for it <laughs> oh, he only shoots <laughs> yeah he's the, like, the, the yeah. charges for the bullet not for the assassination yeah plus plus he's a policeman it it's a whole can of worms i don't Shreedhar think he wants was it happy again. to shoot at rana yeah shridhar again shridhar's character is again like not one of my favorites and out of place kind of thing uh, i would say like of all of the casting he was probably my least favorite is yeah. he is he one of the established bengali actors no shridhar is not a bengali actor to begin with uh, but that's the thing shridhar and tyagi too yeah uh, tyagi was a red herring like we all thought that tyagi was the mole and then they introduced shridhar shridhar so since you brought up tyagi at one point vidya and rana uh, say something in the story where where they say oh it was not tyagi it was uh, shridhar I never understood how they ever found out about Tyagi. I never saw that in the story. Yeah, no. So when he goes to Agnes, Agnes asks Tyagi about uh, Milan. And then Agnes and Vidya meet in the Mukambo restaurant. He says that Tyagi is looking for. Oh, she uh, Agnes mentions Tyagi. Yeah. That's how they Yeah. So it. that's that's what they know and that's who they suspect. But then uh, Paul to points out Shridhar. What irks me is Shridhar is introduced so late in the movie. They could have generically fitted him in earlier as a red herring. Shridhar points a gun at Kaprana and Vidya shoots Shridhar. Didn't make sense to me. That yeah, that scene did not make sense to me. Here we are seeing this pregnant helpless person and there was no reason for Vidya to sh- shoot him at that point of time. Like I don't know why she shot him. Like do you If realize If anything she she wants him alive for information, you know, why would she kill him? Yeah, like I don't know why she shot him unless it was like revenge. Like she wants everyone associated with but Shridhar's killing made no sense. Shridhar was aware that Rana's a cop, right? Yeah, Rana was in uniform I think at that point of time. Uh, Why would you point a gun at a cop? Like that's trouble. I know. Like Shridhar having a gun and Vidya having the like that should have been suspicious to Rana. There's this person who kills somebody and she's so like normal about it in the next scene. Like that yeah. should have been something Rana should have been suspicious about or asked her about. Uh is there a case to be made for Rana just not a very good cop? Yeah, we we've kind of established he's breaking rules, he's letting the emotions get better of him in many scenes. So I think yes. He needs better training. Yeah. He's a poorly trained cop. Does not have a career ahead of him unless some people Like Khan should take him under his training and get him there. This is the biggest one, the biggest complaint I have. How is I I know the movie would not work with the with the suggestion, but how is Vidya able to take down a highly trained agent like Milan Damji while he's standing above her has the higher ground has a gun pointed at her wh- how is she able to take him down this goes a little um, history wise if you think why did colonel bachpay choose vidya like what was her uh, credentials or qualification to be this like let's assume she and her husband were it in like a cia it kind of thing let's assume that but vidya was never like a person who was physically capable of killing somebody like she was not in the field so there is this colonel who comes oh you lost a child i'm going to entrust the whole revenge drama to you so to me that is one of the loopholes or thing that does not sit well with me like maybe they could have uh, shown her being trained or something before she goes like out like maybe film. a montage of that that gives 
her the credential like this is why she's qualified similarly like the whole thing that she's taking out that a sharp object from her hair putting it in his feet then taking the thing and then so confidently shooting him yeah she knew that she had the element of surprise like she's not pregnant and she can which use- which would work in most cases except this guy is a highly trained agent yeah that's the thing maybe you know that element of surprise kind of flustered him but it does not sit well with me this is a guy where people like khan who have been actively hunting him couldn't find and i did not find any very you know life shattering revealing clue that with led with there to him milandam ji called with there and said come to triangular park otherwise like she was not really being very successful in finding him if he had not appeared in front of her what was the plan yeah i think the the plan was simply finding the mole in the organization who would then lead to milandam ji which was done through the computers in the agency and i just don't understand why the agency itself could not figure it out but i guess it makes sense because the top agent was protecting the secret nawazuddin siddiqui he couldn't find anybody better than vidya to kind of hack i mean i would assume an agency like ndc has an it cell of its own so why is he depending on vidya to get all of these things i i think it's because she's delivering results yeah so see when you're watching a movie yeah. you have to suspend reality like creative license to a certain the level suspension of disbelief yeah which we, which i think the movie successfully does like you 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 suspend it yeah so like you have to forgive this creative liberties to a certain extent and even with the climax like that whole red and white sari thing that was vidya's escape plan like uh, yeah it, it seemed accidental because of how how she decided to put on the sari mm-hmm. it was it, it was not something she had it was brought to her by rana as yeah. a gift yeah not something she asked him to buy so that was kind of strange or maybe she did not expect to get away with it maybe she expected expected to be arrested or killed no but she she left like no she did expect to get away with it because she leaves the uh, flash drive for rana So oh. otherwise she would have planned to give it to him personally but yeah. the thing is it it feels a little too convenient like rana giving her the sari she being called on a specific day at a durga puja place where she can escape so easily yeah. so it 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 was a little but too neat they they could have laid down some more groundwork to make it more sensible maybe uh, she could have bought that sari on her own or maybe or asked rana to buy it yeah and or, then maybe she could have somehow influenced why maybe they were being there like when when milandam ji called she should have said i don't want to meet you in a solitary place i want to meet you in a durga puja mandap on that day those things they are like three second dialogues but they would have made me more believable towards what the climax ended up being That's it for uh you know complaints from me do you have any why did bachpai choose vidya like why out of everyone who was killed in the metro train station thing they also did not really tell us more about the other people who were killed or why her husband was there to begin like why did he come to india i i really want to know a little more in the in the opening scene he did kind of feel like an agent or something right yeah so like he was definitely like a field agent not yeah. not an IT guy yeah but i would have liked some kind of a flow between the mouse scene and the, the oh, train scene i i think he he very well could have been an agent because like we believe that he's an IT guy because vidya told us that he's an IT guy mm-hmm. but vidya could have very well known that he's a field agent and died as a field agent so your assumption is both of these people were maybe field agents yes like, that might be the case and then because a, a trader within the organization led to the attack. Yeah, see now that you think about it, if Milan Damji and Vidya's husband were both agents, it might be where 
Melandamji knew he was on the train and they were maybe both on the train together commuting whatever the the train scene is one of my uh, peeves in the movie how it was the, the bottle of milk that falls and the way it shatters and stuff like it was a little weird it, it but i thought it was very well set up with the sphere in the in the in the mouse lab mouse, yeah it was very well set up i thought I, yeah. th- i thought it was the opening was pretty tight yeah no the opening was definitely intriguing it's one of my favorite openings in a movie actually i think that's one of the things that that's aged well starting from you know the first scene when we just see the mouse in our face yeah. to uh, when we see you know a car uh, the the train car with everybody sleeping yeah. uh, i think it's just a great opening sequence and i think you know the audience doesn't get any moment to breathe you know in a in a typical bollywood movie there'd be like 50 dialogues explaining what's going on here yeah there was you know the the only thing that was there was the breathing of the lab guy yeah it was it was tense and the baby crying that's the only sound at that point of time so you don't even know what's going on like okay they are going to office or something like that and bam everyone's dead that that captures the tension and that establishes the movie as this is not a love story about somebody coming to search for their husband there has to be more to it yeah yeah really nicely done who's the best actor in the movie nawazuddin siddiqui more than best the, actor to me mm. to me because he he is a good person who are you hating He's not actively the villain of the movie but you're still hating him. To me an actor is what will make the character believable. So to me him coming him demeaning Rana's boss then demeaning Rana then demeaning Vidya I am better than everyone around here and you you all are minor inconveniences that was convincing to me. And then obviously Bob Bishwas like to me the dialogues that he had Bob Bishwas the character was well written anyone playing bob bishwas and having that back story and what he was doing could have gotten that impact but nawazuddin siddiqui had to emote that irritating person with who you learn to hate so to me it's nawazuddin siddiqui yeah also this is this is this is one of those tough ones where and this happens with a lot of the movies we do which is you know a great example is dangal I cannot pick a best actor in Dangal because like I think all of the actors are kind of doing a great job and supporting each other and I feel the same way about Kahani it's like no one person is like leading I think they're all kind of together leading and I think that's how I feel about it and I cannot pick a best actor because of that reason one obvious answer would be like Vidya's the best person but the point is if you're asking me who acted well Vidya has a strong character written for her. The one argument I can make for Vidya to be best actor is this, which is the same I can make for uh, Ishkia, which is Ishkia is the same. You you know the trifecta uh, Nasruddin Shah, Arshad Warsi and Vidya Balan in Ishkia are like the three leads and I think Vidya Balan by being the actor that she is is able to draw these performances from these male actors surrounding her. which i which i feel is a case to make her the best actor which is again the case in this movie kahani i feel like her being who she is the actor that she is the performance that she gives is able to bring out these performances from everybody surrounding her making them shine yeah i i agree with that but when the way i decide who's the best actor you're talking about dangal and one of the people who come to my mind is aparshakti like again it was Amir Khan or the girls same here for kahani be it bob bishash or vidya they have these 
the story is such that you will be impressed by their characters but with nawazuddin's character there is no backstory the director said you have to be irritating and he delivered he doesn't have any uh, extremely efficient dialogues or even much to contribute to the movie in terms of solving the mystery he is just there as an obstacle to vidya so for me to come in there not have like an author back glamorous role and still be so memorable that's why for me nawazuddin is the pick okay so uh, you were giving to nawazuddin siddiqui mm-hmm. i think it's more of an ensemble effort uh but uh we can both agree that nawazuddin siddiqui gave a great performance and totally changed his career after this movie yeah definitely best mustache in the movie khan or rana i think rana rana has this like good boy mustache so yeah My my all-time favorite mustache is Chulbul Pandey but in this movie <laughs> it's got a I can't decide between the two I can't decide maybe Khan maybe But see Khan. I'm partial to Rana's character throughout the movie so most of my answers are Rana He's very likable yeah. very very likable Who got the most success out of this movie Sujay Ghosh Vidya Balan or someone else No I wouldn't agree Sujay Ghosh Vidya Balan established herself as an actress who does not need a hero to you know launch a movie But I I think Vidya Balan was already on track. It's not this movie that made her that. She was already on track. She was, but also remember with Ishkia, people liked the story. Vidya was there, but there was Nasruddin Shah. Even Dirty Picture, people were like the skin was selling the story more than Vidya's character even though it was a strong character. In Kahani, there was nobody else other than vidya's character there was there was no song or dance there is no she could she could demand any paycheck after this yes and like with ishkia there was like dil to bachcha hai ji there was a soundtrack which was good dirty picture there was a soundtrack which was hummable this picture was bare bones there's only vidya there's nothing else and vidya carried the whole movie through so that i think establish her like if you want an offbeat movie but you still want it to be a commercial success with there's your person yeah i mean this movie made over 80 crores with a 8 crore budget yeah and that was you know the year of its release worldwide yeah. i would like to make a case for sujay sujay ghosh then the reason is this aladdin was a major flop in the box office yeah and i think his previous two movies also did not do well and so at this point no one wanted to give him money to make a movie yashraj was interested but they wanted a three picture deal out of him he refused and he went to do this movie on a low budget on its own in in kolkata like i've said to save money this movie not just succeeding but succeeding in such a huge way and also a very different movie than all of the movies that he did before it he paired up with a particular um, author to write the script i have her name i don't want to yeah you have to give props to her advaita kala advaita kala who's yeah. a, who's a novelist i believe yes she's a novelist and uh, Sujay Ghosh went to her with a concept like he had the story in like five lines and she elaborated into it got stuff in like it's amazing she put she put a lot of her experiences in Kolkata into the script and you know we keep talking about Kolkata as a character and yes you have to give Sujay Ghosh uh, props for that because all those shots like the breakfast the garam puris babishash eating vidya eating like all these lal parshari's and all these stuff small things but it licenses kolkata into the story so well it just fits everything like a neat jigsaw puzzle so what do you think sujay ghosh got the most success or vidya balan got the most success out of this movie i'm going to stick to vidya i'm still going to stick to vidya with this one i i i would say so i think i'm like forgetting how big this was with vidya so i think you make a very valid case for her. 
many non-Bengalis will not get it. They have borrowed, you know, small scenes. Influences. Influences. Like, you know how Vidya is following have that. Have they borrowed or have they stolen? No, borrowed. Because okay. the way they have done it is unlike the movie. Like, there's a movie called Charulata. In there, the heroine goes from window to window to window to see somebody arriving in the courtyard. Similarly, in this, you know, in the guest house, when the Devi procession is arriving, Vidya goes from one window to the other. So... You know, as a Bengali growing up, seeing other movies, it kind of like an ode to the older directors and it feels an nice. An homage maybe? An homage yeah, to... yeah, that's yeah. that's how he's done it. Like, these are small things, but it's kind of neat. Who did the most overacting in this movie? Overacting, Sridhar. Sridhar? I, w- I was going to say uh, Bob's boss. Yeah, but like, to me, Sridhar just didn't fit. Like, the, um, the way he was running or talking... Or when he comes in and the person says good morning and the way he reacts, like I just didn't like him. In a perfectly cast movie, he was a misfit. Okay. Is there a case for Khan to be doing the most overacting? No, I think that's what he understood the assignment. Okay. Kind of thing. He was a he was a little. He was supposed lamb. to be loud and obnoxious and get the audience to hate him. Khan played by somebody else. Maybe like if Irfan Khan did that, it would look like overacting. But Nawazuddin is a loud person in this movie and a few other movies before this. So I don't think so. Who had the worst acting performance in this movie? I'm still again going to circle back to Sridhar. Like, Sridhar? Yeah. Worst actor? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Who did the worst acting? Agnes too. A little bit. Agnes? Yeah, she just didn't fit. Well, is she an established Bengali actor? No, no, no. She's yeah. like, yeah. Like her, her dialogues feel rehearsed. Yeah, I would give it to Agnes. Yeah. The worst scene in the movie. I like all the scenes, but I think uh, Agnes is the, like she's dancing in her house scene or Sridhar's meaningless killing scene. Here's my nominee. Bob getting chased by Rana. It just didn't make sense. It's like Bob running away from Rana. Didn't make sense to me. Bob should be at least shooting a bullet at him. Or he should also be uh, smart enough to blend into the crowd. like. Yeah, or it didn't make sense how he died. Like, he, they didn't have to kill Bob. They could have seen where he's such a, uh, you know, easy person to get lost in a crowd. They should have just let Bob get away versus that. Dying. That would actually be more menacing also if he actually got away. Like, he still exists and he's still a threat. Yeah, so did you think it was a worse scene or do you have other nominees? No, I think I agree with you on this one. Like, Bob Biswas' death, Totally unnecessary and it could have been handled better where he disappears. Yeah. Uh, although within that scene, I love the moment when he when he kind of accidentally shoots bystander. A random person. And the, and the reaction on his face, like, like you know. Waste of a bullet, I was not paid for this. Yeah, it yeah. was such a great reaction yeah. in that scene. Who stole the scene? And this is a very special category for me. And this is when a less established actor or a lesser known actor just takes all of the attention away from everybody else in the scene. A great example of this is in the movies three. Pankaj Tripathi. Pankaj Tripathi in three. Every scene is and just takes all the attention away from everybody else. This could be a fresh actor we have never seen before. It could be just like a lesser known actor. Cannot be in too many scenes. Mm-hmm. And who stole the scene in this movie? Uh, if we keep Bob Ishwas aside, like because Bob Ishwas was in the movie too much. Too much, yeah. He does not qualify. I like Vishnu, uh, the guy who is uh, in the thing. He is Vishnu, happy. the hot water boy. The hot, the running hot water boy, and that was like such a good play on words. So him, uh, you know, he brings an innocence and 
the only time i think with their smiles or connects emotionally with a person is actually vishnu and i think that helps he's smiling he has this transistor in his hand that's his most prized property so i feel like he is a good choice for this he was great and uh we when we did uh, the bang we were com- having a hard time coming up with uh, you know who stole the scene and it eventually we we hands down no argument gave it to the kid who play in the beginning of the movie play Salman Khan's character younger character yeah. yes sometimes kids just have a great character and that great smile and they just take the attention away from everybody else yes uh, and it's not just the cuteness sometimes they're such a perfect fit for the role like you were saying with Dabang like you can imagine that kid growing up to be Salman Khan yeah he's re- very well cast yeah uh i have a different nominee here though really yeah officer chatterjee rana's boss played by karaj mukherjee to me he stole every scene he was in kis thoda complicated hai main koshish karta hu ho jaye thoda waqt lagega ho jaye yeah uh, again like i keep repeating this they have selected superior bengali actors i can't imagine him playing such a small role he's that big a star in bengali movies every scene he was in the, in this movie mm-hmm. i was chuckling i was laughing i was just so endeared towards him he was taking attention away from vidya balan he was taking attention away from rana yeah i like i was so interested in every acting choice he was Yet making it didn't even appear that he was like a good you know fit policeman like you can't imagine him running behind everybody but he has the whole police station under control he's doing his job so yeah he that's a good character too yeah. definitely i think i think both are valid nominations uh the the kid and uh karaj mukherjee what's the kid's name do you know i think uh, riddhi sen riddhi sen yeah riddhi sen and karaj mukherjee great uh, great uh, scene stealers yeah what is the movie kahani about and why does it stand the test of time it's this narrative that vidya is giving people i think that's the kahani of the movie even though it's a revenge story that was not my central plot it was how vidya was able to deceive people into falling into her plans to get that revenge to me that's what the kahani was all about and wh- why does it stand the test of time because it's still relevant it still has those same emotions of a mom losing a child a husband she lost everything and even if you were to do that again I think Vidya would still go down that same path so I it's still relevant now you know these mass killings and stuff like that they haven't aged well but they haven't even stopped so it it's something that we can think can happen even today Okay Kahani is a movie about a woman in grief who is hiding her anguish from the entire world like Durga Ma who slays all evil when she's angry Vidya Bakshi is going to slay the monsters who have got used to the idea of their power going unchecked she will avenge the innocents whose lives have been destroyed by them and then kahani stands the test of time because it's a great thriller that shows the fable of an ant that can take down an elephant it resonates on a very deep level we're on vidya bakshi's side and vidya bakshi is a figure of mythological proportions after all vidya bakshi is a myth to everyone who she leaves behind in kolkata after she disappears that's why i feel like it it has that it's just it's just a great mystery and also if you think about it in a broader picture vidya's character is not noble she is she's not in this to i know you said she's avenging all the innocent lives i don't think so to me she's avenging her child and her husband it's a personal revenge yeah it's a personal revenge and so you know if if this was done by a 
not the heroine it was done by a villain we would be very sad about it and not but we are emotionally invested we want her to succeed till the very end we want like a, a happy reunion i actually wanted her to meet her husband even if it was milandam ji i wanted them like you know so that's the ending you would have wanted i wanted a different ending you know what which ending i was craving for is that after she walks away into the crowd that's it she's like a secret agent like a like a like don't know, give like, us an explanation of why she did it like a like a like a bond or a jason warren who like came in you know did uh, took out the agent that nobody else could get and then leave and yeah. to me that would have been a great ending yeah that's true but uh, the other thing i do feel is till the climax till the time i thought she was pregnant i wanted her the father of her child to be reunited but then after the climax it's a completely different mindset and i i think i agree like i know they wanted to explain why she did it but even if they didn't we would have still been okay like knowing she came she saw she conquered and then she disappeared i think the ending that they have itself is pretty great except the amitabh bachchan voice over i feel like if you take that out the movie is like 100 times better without it it could have been a music montage like the audience for this movie was smart enough to put you know join the pieces together without somebody have to like in your face explain it to them kind yeah. of thing it's a great thriller it's yeah, a great thriller it definitely and is. you can go back to it over and over i don't know if i if i can go back to it many times over throughout the year but i like to visit it like once or twice a year i actually watch bob biswas Uh, the movie so i decided to watch kahani thinking you know i in my mind bob viswas was going to be that same level of having to use my brain kind of thing but they are like two different genre to begin with would watching bob viswas first for someone who has not watched kahani before taint kahani no bob viswas is a standalone movie it's just that his name is bob viswas you can call him anything anthony gonzalez to begin with and it would still be the same thing they, they just took the character's name and made a yeah, movie yeah yeah that's okay. about it uh, yeah i mean this kahani and kahani's bob biswas is unassailable yeah mitushi what do you do you have any final thoughts do you want to promote any projects you're working on no i i was glad discussing a really good movie with you and this is like a favorite part of my afternoon sitting here and discussing bollywood so oh, nice. yeah so it's a good thing Thank you for joining me on this episode. I Thank really you for appreci- having me. Really appreciate it. Kahani was released in 2012. It is a masterful mystery thriller that will take you down a deep rabbit hole and you will come out deeply satisfied. Check it out right now. Best of Bollywood is produced by me at Dunhill Studios. We love movies and we will be back with another great Bollywood film on the next episode. Follow us at the Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Have a great day. Thank you.